The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Scott Letourneau, uh, who is the CEO and President of Nevada Corporate Planners. Welcome to the show, Scott. Thank you, Jordan. Uh, doing outstanding today. How are you doing? Nice to be with you. Let's just start with a little bit of your background and uh, kind of what your history has been uh, in creating Nevada Corporate Planners. Sure, absolutely. I graduated in 1989 in a degree in business finance, so I'll do the math for everybody. I'm 42. And I moved to Las Vegas in 1993 and worked with a company that helped entrepreneurs incorporate form LLCs for their businesses. And like a lot of people that used to be employees, you probably had bigger and better ideas and wanted to do it better. And I started my own company back in 1997. And yes, we're based in Las Vegas, but we focus on incorporating and helping entrepreneurs get off to a fast start in all 50 states. And what I did, Jordan, was a lot of research because to be very honest, there's a lot of misinformation about incorporating, incorporating Nevada. It's all over the Internet. And so I wanted to do research with, like, the biggest tax firms in the world, like Deloitte & Touche and other law firms, to provide our clients the best information to help them do things right and to avoid all the costly mistakes. And we've been doing that for the past 12 years. We improve every week, every month. We have over 5,000 clients throughout the uh, U.S. and worldwide, a lot of the top People in the world, whether an internet entrepreneurs, uh, marketing experts, or clients of ours, and we do it right, and really want to see entrepreneurs be successful and survive the statistics, and and be able to have more time uh, for themselves and their family and for their future. What, what are some of the misconceptions that people have about uh, incorporating in Nevada and saving on taxes and so on that you kind of hear all the time? And, and you hit it right on the nose. The number one misconception you hear is about you can live anywhere, incorporate tax-free Nevada, and you don't have to pay state taxes where you live. So, for example, a lot of people are in California, and there's my competitors do radio ads all the time to people in California to incorporate in tax-free Nevada. But what they don't understand, yes, Nevada's tax-free, but that part applies if you live here and do work here. So even if you're on the Internet and you live in California and you're out of your apartment, we tell you to foreign register, pay your California taxes, the franchise tax board, and the easy rubber meets the road question is, if you go to Starbucks to get your coffee in the morning, does the receipt say California and Nevada? More than likely it says California, so it's kind of difficult to prove you're doing all that stuff out of Nevada. So that's the biggest misconception that comes to mind. So people are actually signing up for services uh, based in Nevada thinking that even though they're in some other state, they're avoiding taxes. What kind of trouble can people get into if they actually go ahead with that strategy? Well, that's a, it, the problem is, again, this isn't really at a federal level because we've got to separate, you know, IRS taxes. So whether you're an LLC or C-Corp, 
you know, it depends what type of LLC you are and how it's taxed to determine if it's a flow-through entity or federal. We're talking at the state level. So every state has a list of fines and penalties to determine if you were basically have what's called nexus, N-E-X-U-S, which means a business presence in their state and therefore should be paying a certain amount of taxes on the income generated from that state. It doesn't matter what state. You could be in New York and doing business in New Jersey. New Jersey has something to say as to whether your New York corporation should be paying New Jersey taxes. There's fairly complex rules in this, but the fines you know, if you are caught, could range from a couple thousand dollars to California actually has a misdemeanor penalty. So you want to do things right is the bottom line. Okay. So uh, let's tell us a little bit about, uh, in your experience, uh, why do so many entrepreneurs fail? Uh, they all go into it with great uh, enthusiasm, and they've got a great idea, and the customer's really going to love it. Uh, and then, you know, in many cases, less than five years, they're, they're failing. What, what happens there? What happens, as you mentioned, you know, it's where the, uh, still the land of opportunity and entrepreneurism and, uh, people have uh, great hopes and dreams and statistically 50% fail the first year, only 5% make it the first five years. And it really starts off with the, uh, wrong foundation. You know, whether it's a relationship, a business, uh, you're gonna build a building, you have to have a solid foundation. So a lot of people, get off on the wrong start, and a lot of it starts with the mindset as simple as, well, let me try this opportunity and see what happens if I make money at it, I'll invest more in the tools. So, for example, in the home-based business industry, there's over 50 million people who are in that industry. A lot of people work full-time, part-time, but they have a a part-time direct sales network marketing business, and the language pattern I hear I do have a background in psychology, is, well, let me try this and see what happens. Well, the word try in hypnosis is the embedded command for the word to fail, and they just have the wrong mindset. They haven't, like, fully committed to it. It would be like getting married and, well, let's just see what happens. If it works out, we'll stay married. If not, we'll just get divorced. And a lot of people have the same mental approach starting a business. They almost kind of wing it to see what happens, and uh, there's no reason the uh, failure rate is as high as it is. So uh, so that's part of it is like they're not really fully committed to it. Uh, but also, just let's talk about the structure a little sure. bit. And, and when you're starting a business, you can do it as a sole proprietorship. You can do it as a subchapter S. You can do it as a subchapter C. Uh, you can do it as a limited liability corporation. This is part of what you help people with. What are some of the pros and cons of the different structures that help them make, make become more successful instead of less successful? Yeah, very good. Let me add a comment before that if I can. See, part of the challenge for everybody listening is there is no such thing as a business startup store. You can't go to a location that does all this for you per se, um, and so that's the problem. So the biggest misconception, for example, is a lot of people starting a business, they have an accountant, and they go to the accountant who gives tax advice, which is what they should be doing, and they basically say, I'm, I'm going to be starting this new business this year. I'm not sure if I should form a corporation or not. What do you recommend? The benchmark advice you get from the accountant is, well, do you expect to make forty to $50,000 a year net profits? Again, not gross revenue, net profits. And if you expect to make forty or 50000 a year net profits, then forming an S corporation will save you on what's called self-employment taxes. But guess what? Most people don't fall into that situation, so they may be unsure. And then the accountant says, why don't you just keep it simple be a sole proprietorship, which means filing a Schedule C, and then get liability insurance. But that very advice 
negatively affects you when it comes to getting business credit and financing, which we'll talk about more in this hour, and you get off in the wrong foundation. And even from a marketing perspective, Jordan, what a lot of people miss is if you're going out there as a sole proprietor, you're the owner-operator, and you're looking to gain more customers or clients, and and the marketing message is, geez, I don't make 40000 a year in profits or don't expect to, but if you'd like to do business with me and I get lucky enough to survive, maybe I'll still be in business six months. That's just not the right marketing message you want to send out there. So we'd recommend you incorporate from week one, you know, be certain about what you're doing and really run your business like a business and not a hobby. So, of course, you want to keep the IRS off your back also and do things right from the beginning. So you're saying a lot of people do run their businesses as hobbies, really, and uh, don't have the correct structure. And just the structuring alone is one of the reasons why they fail. Yeah, well, it's one because it overlaps to everything else they do. The other biggest reason is uh, people run out of cash flow. They run out of money. Well, why is that? Well, when you know this from personal finances, most people run their personal business based upon their online checking account balance. So that's their only measurement or tool when they run a business. They open a business checking account and they run their business based upon their online business account balance. They don't have software like QuickBooks. They have nothing that tells them the cost of goods sold from expenses, gross income, from net income, and they're basically guessing when it comes to making business decisions, especially during the all-important first 90 days. And uh, it, it just starts off on the wrong foot, and therefore that's why 50% don't even make it the first year. Now, you said there is no such thing as a small business startup store. Um, that's, in effect, what you're offering, I guess, right? I mean, people going to MBA school aren't really getting these kind of things. You know, if somebody has a good idea, how, how do they prepare themselves before they get in over their heads uh, and do the right, make the right moves instead of making the same mistakes small businesses are making all the time? Well, what they have to do, if you have an idea, you want to get into business, I mean, there's some things from a marketing perspective to see your idea be, may be great, but if the marketplace doesn't think it's great, well, then it's pointless. So you want to do some research and find out, maybe do some surveys to find out if you created or put your idea in the place that it would be successful. The big mistake most people make is they assume somebody's already selling a product or service, and they say, well, geez, if I did it myself, I could sell it for a lot less, and that's what a lot of people do that used to work for someone. I'll just do the same service out of the skill for a lot less money, and they'll sell based upon a low price. The problem with that is low price is not a sustainable economic advantage in business, and that's probably the fastest way you can go out of business. What I'd recommend is you find ways to add more value, have a fair price or actually raise your prices, but help your customers or clients be more successful, make it more turnkey, automatic for them, but don't go the low price route. There's only room for so many Walmarts in the world. <laughs> Indeed. Um, uh, I'm speaking again with Scott Letourneau, who is the CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners based in uh, Las Vegas, help, helping uh, thousands of small businesses around the country. His website is www.businessanswerstoday.com. Uh, there's also a phone number to find out more about him, which is 877-NCP, like Nevada Corporate Planners, 5555. If they call that number or go to that website, what are some of the things they'll find, Scott? Well, we have some tremendous things for you. First, if you go to the website, uh, businessanswerstoday.com, we have a powerful 78-page report that's free. It's a PDF. It's the insider's guide to incorporating your business and protecting your assets will tell you the questions you need to ask, whether it's your 
attorney, a CPA, anybody in starting a business as far as the correct uh, entity, because there's lots of choices, a lot of mistakes made. Plus, we'll tell you the criteria that you need to evaluate if somebody's going to help you in this arena to get your business off to a fast start. Great 78-page guide. That's step number one when you go to the website. When you call that 800 number and let us know you're on the show today, we have a powerful 60-minute CD that strategies to incorporate your business, build business credit, and keep the IRS off your back. Three very important subjects, especially during a tight economy. And what we'll also do for you is we'll do a free 30-minute consultation with our staff you can tell us about your business, what do you want to accomplish, the time frame, any questions you have. We'll let you know what we can help you with, or if we can't help you, what resources to go to. And that's a $200 value. Uh, the CD itself is a $97 value. So you can go online, businessanswerstoday.com, or call us at one eight seven seven six two seven five 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 five, and we'll help you out in all those areas. We're going to go to a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau, uh, who is the CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners in Las Vegas, helping lots of businesses get off to the right start, and also, once they get going, make sure that their business is successful. We'll be back after this. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. The violent crime rate has begun to rise again. So what's more important than feeling at ease and secure in your daily life? With an optimistic perspective on a sober subject, crime prevention and personal safety expert Susan Bartlestone brings you the information, tips, resources, and inspiring success stories that will reduce your fear and restore your confidence. So stay tuned and stay safe with Crime Prevention 101 and Susan Bartlestone every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America. It'd be a crime. I'm not to listen. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. 
You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau, uh, who is the CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners, a company that helps small businesses get, get going and run their businesses a better way. Uh, welcome back to the show, Scott. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. Let's talk about the credit crunch a little bit and how it's affecting uh, small businesses. Uh, wh- what is going on with the banking industry as far, as far as supporting entrepreneurs these days, and what can entrepreneurs do uh, to get credit when they may think it's not possible? Yeah, it's a great question. Obviously, everybody's know the game has changed dramatically over the last uh, 12 months or 24 months. But the biggest problem I have with the banking industry is they don't really educate their customers and give them what I call the answers to the test. I worked with a national bank last year for about eight months to break down their exact lending formula. In other words, what most people do when you go to the bank for a business line of credit, you fill out an application, they submit it to underwriters, two weeks later you get a, get a response, or maybe a week later, sometimes faster. And if you get rejected, you get one or two comments, but they don't tell you what to do next. So I broke down the whole lending process from your credit score, revolving debt, uh, the different levels of derogatories, what the bank's looking to expect. And so here's some tips for everybody listening. The first step is stop operating your business as a sole proprietorship today. That means uh, call us to form a corporation, LLC. We can do it in all 50 states or Nevada if you prefer. We'll explain the pluses and minuses of that. Because what you want to do is protect your personal revolving debt. See, Jordan, what a lot of small businesses do, because earlier we said they get the advice to keep it simple from their accountants, they a sole proprietorship, they have to self-finance their business, which means they use their personal credit cards. You know, they don't have investors, they're not that type of business. So if you're in business for the first three to six to eight months and use your personal credit cards, your revolving debt gets very high. And then when you finally form a corporation LLC seven to eight months later and you go to apply for a simple business credit card after you open your business banking account in the name of the LLC or corporation, the problem is 95% of the formula is your personal credit score and your revolving debt ratio. And if you haven't managed your personal revolving debt very high, guess what? You're either going to get rejected from the bank or a very low amount on a business credit card. Better approach would be from day one, Stop using your personal credit cards, form an LLC or corporation, get a business credit card, and start using that. Yes, it's personally guaranteed, but the debt doesn't show up in your personal credit profiles, which is huge when it comes to any kind of future financing for your business. So why would a bank uh, give a credit line or a credit card uh, to a business that's just forming for the first time and they have no financial history on you whatsoever? Yeah, it's a great question. So what the banks do... When it comes to, say, a business credit card, like you say, you're day one, you're brand new. Well, what they're giving you a business credit card based upon, since you have no track record, is a couple criteria. What's your personal credit score and what's your revolving debt? And they look at derogatories, like if you had bankruptcy or something. So what the bank is saying is, we're going to give you a small business credit card, five, ten, maybe 15000 but since you haven't been in business yet, our only barometer is how you've handled your personal financial life. And if you've been a, a responsible citizen in that arena, guess what? We'll give you some money to get your business started. Very different than a business line of credit who a year or two ago you could also get from the first week. Now you have to wait to about six months to a year being in business before you can go to the bank and ask for a business line of credit, which is different. 
So the credit crunch, uh, I mean, everybody's saying you have to get the credit crunch over and get money into the banks and get lending flowing. Is your sense that is now happening, or is it still pretty uh, tight out there? I think it's, it's still pretty tight because you got to see the banks are still taking a big hit because last year there was about $28 billion in credit card losses. This year they expect over $100 billion four times in credit card losses. So the banks are you know, they're cleaning up their balance sheets, but what happens is the bar is raised. So, for example, your credit score a year or so ago maybe had to be around 600 to get a business credit card. Now it's closer to 680 or 700. So you can still get money. It's just the parameters have changed and the bar has been raised. So your revolving debt, before it could have been 50%, 60%. Now it should be closer to 30%. And I know, unfortunately, a lot of people aren't in that situation, but you want to set a goal this year to get to that position to leverage your opportunity because, to me, if you're a business starting today's environment, you have some of the best opportunity ever because a lot of people need services, support. A lot of people are unemployed, looking to start a business. And if you can provide services to them, you could have a huge opportunity if you do it right. So what are some of the areas of opportunity you see? Uh, as you say, there's a lot of people being laid off that have really good skills, uh, but they've been used to being part of some big corporation. Uh, kind of what's involved in the mindset change from being a corporate employee to being your own boss and being an entrepreneur? A lot of people are going into the easiest low-cost approaches to join a direct sales or network marketing company. As I said, there's over 50 million people in the home-based business industry, so a lot of corporate middle-level management who uh, made great salaries realize uh, it may be a year or two before they're hired, if at all, so they may get into consulting. They may look at the skill sets they've acquired to provide that for small businesses and entrepreneurs, and they can work from their home, keep their overhead low. But, again, they want to avoid the trap of just keeping it simple. They still want to set up the proper foundation, and then if you do that, you can really get off to a fast start. Then you... Uh, implement a few other techniques and strategies to protect both your personal credit and financing, separate your business and personal credit, and then you work on adding value to the marketing and things of that nature. Now, let's talk a little bit about corporate credit. Uh, there's different kinds. There's vendor credit. There's cash credit. Uh, this is in addition to what we were talking about as far as getting uh, company credit cards. What are some ways of establishing uh, corporate credit when you're beginning? Yeah, a great point. The key is Two things, separate your business and personal credit and your business and personal assets. So the way you separate your business and personal assets, you stop operating in sole proprietorship. Step two, you want to develop your business credit separate from personal credit. So one of the steps was stop using your personal credit cards. Step three is you want to develop a profile with Dun & Bradstreet or corporate Experian. And the problem is uh, there's a lot of hiccups can happen if you do that on your own. And that's a big problem. And, and a step before that is you'll see a lot of companies on the Internet, even infomercials, talking about corporate credit. You made a very good point, Jordan, which is you want to separate how much is vendor credit with things like uh, Office Max, Home Depot, and how much is cash lines of credit like a business line of credit. Because a lot of companies generalize, you know, we're going to get you $200,000 of corporate credit, and you're thinking it's money to spend, and most of the time it is not. You want to be clear on that from the start. What are they meaning by that when they're saying they're going to get you? What, if it's not cash credit, what is it? Well, what they're doing is getting you trade credit. So they might get you you know, a $40,000 trade line of credit at Dell Computers, a $20,000 trade line of credit at OfficeMax. So if you're a home-based business, 
you probably don't need a $20,000 trade line of credit office, Max. There's only so many office supplies you need in your small home base office. But what you do need some trade credit for is now the banks are looking at your track record with Dun & Bradstreet in the areas of trade credit to see what vendors are willing to give you and did you pay them back on time as a benchmark to determine the amount of cash lines of credit a bank is going to give you. That was very different a year and a half ago. They could care less about it. Now it's an important benchmark. How do you at Nevada Corporate Planners help people uh, with their Dun & Bradstreet and getting that going off on the right uh, foot? What we do is we have a full turnkey service, and our other company is uh, Fast Business Credit, by the way. So we have a full turnkey program. We have a couple different ones with different levels of support. So we take you through the process to actually build the business credit profile with Dun & Bradstreet. For example, even if you did it on your own through Dun & Bradstreet, if you don't have a business license or a 411 listing for your phone number, that will cause your profile to have a red flag and it's very difficult to update and you may have to start all over. So what we do is do a compliance check to make sure your business is set up properly. Do you have a business license? When your business phone line rings, is it not your cell phone? And then we set you up with Dun & Bradstreet and we start taking you through the steps and we have a group of vendors that we work with. See, the problem with vendors is some of your listeners may have been in business for four years, but their vendors that you've paid on time for four years has never reported to Dun & Bradstreet, and most vendors do not. The difference with our vendors is we have an agreement that they will report on Dun & Bradstreet when you pay the bill on time to help build your profile in a much shorter period of time. Same with corporate experience. So that's what's getting that so-called Paydex score up, right, is how quickly Correct. you pay. And, and if you don't take uh, initiative... Uh, the vendors are typically not going to report to DNB, and therefore, you're, even though you've been paying on time, you're not going to get credit for it. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Just like most uh, most of us, if if our vendors pay us on time, do we take the time to report to Dun and Bradstreet? Most small businesses, the answer is no. They don't do that because they don't have the extra labor costs for that. Yeah. All right. Before we go to break, let's just tell people again. Um, you you have a website that's finding out more about what Nevada Corporate Planners offers, which is businessanswerstoday.com. Your phone number eight seven seven. Uh, 627-5555. Uh, tell them again uh, some of the things they'll find out at that website and if they call. Yeah, we have tremendous things for you. We have a 78-page uh, free guide called Strategies to Incorporate Your Business, Build Business Credit, and Keep the IRS Off Your Back. Even if you've incorporated in the past, especially if you formed an LLC, you want to check it out to avoid costly mistakes. You'll get that at the website. When you call us, we have a free CD uh, to also help you out with the CDs, the $97 value, and we'll also take you through a free 30-minute consultation with our well-trained staff. It could be about business credit financing, could be about starting your business, and we have some other tools and support for you. So all you got to do is give us a call, 877-627-555, or go to the website, businessanswerstoday.com. It's kind of like the business startup score, store, store you said should exist but doesn't exist out there. A lot of people who haven't been through business school or haven't really done this before uh, can make a lot of mistakes. I guess that's part of what causes all the, uh, the failures out there is that people didn't get off to the right start. Absolutely. When you have the strong foundation, quite honestly, you feel more confident, you're more certain about everything else you do, and it just makes more sense. Very good. Okay, we're going to come back. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. And again, my guest this hour is Scott Letourneau, based in Las Vegas, CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners. 
If you have a small business, you're thinking of getting into small business, this is the kind of place that can really help you get it off to the right start. We'll be back after this. markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network Ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellent and both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. What are the do's and don'ts when it comes to solving personal foreclosure? With over 2,700 foreclosures daily, what can you do to ensure the housing crisis doesn't hit home? Tune in to Foreclosure Exposure Radio with host Carla Duglin. This show will give you steps you can immediately use to save your own home and credit. Face and conquer foreclosure issues before they affect you. Listen for Foreclosure Exposure Radio every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Network. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host, and my guest this hour is Scott Letourneau, uh, who is the president and CEO of Nevada Corporate Planners based in Las Vegas. Welcome back to the show, Scott. Yeah, thank you, Jordan. We want to talk about something a lot of people may be hearing a little bit about, but if you're starting a business, uh, there's so-called merchant account cash advances and, and lending, getting money that way. Tell us how that works and the pros and cons of it. Yeah, yeah thank you. As you probably know, banks turn down about seven out of ten small business applications. It's probably closer to eight or nine out of ten so what's happened is banks focus exclusively on entrepreneurs' credit rating. And instead of credit scores, the cash advance world focuses on cash flow generated by your credit card. So what that means is if you've been in business and you accept credit cards, which everybody should unless you're in a business that doesn't, you know, you accept Visa, MasterCard, American Express on a monthly basis. So what this industry does and if you haven't already received a little 
letter or a flyer or a postcard from your merchant account provider, you probably will soon. And typically it'll say, do you need five, ten thousand dollars of cash? You know, qualify online, get your money in 72 hours, no personal guarantee. It sounds very exciting. What it's based upon is your credit card sales and Visa MasterCard. Typically, they like to see you doing at least three to five thousand dollars a month for about three to six months consistently. And if that's the case, you can get it advanced against future credit card sales today. Now, the key point is, what do you need the money for and how are you going to use it to grow your business? If your business is hurting and you're behind on your bills and you need five grand to pay your bills to keep you in business, that's going to be very difficult because this doesn't have an interest rate. It's similar to factoring. It's almost like hard money on steroids, which is a problem, as you can imagine. So you really want to know what to do with the money. So, for example, if you're in a position where your your competitors are going out of business, you can buy assets on ten cents, twenty cents in the dollar, and if you had five, ten, twenty grand quickly, you could acquire equipment, assets, and get a better return on your investment in your business. That would make a lot of sense. Or for additional marketing. And there's two key points you got to keep in mind when you look at cash advance lending. Number one is what's called a cash advance ratio. That's actually the percentage you'll pay something back. So, for example, the ratio could range from 1.12 to 1.48. So let's say you're going to get a $100,000 cash advance because you do hundred grand a month in Visa MasterCard. Well, at a 1.12, that means you get 100000 and have to pay back 112000 Of course, I can hear the wheels churning as people are trying to figure out interest rates, but really what's happening is that money will probably be paid back within about six to nine months. Now, 1.48, as you can imagine, means if you got a hundred grand, you have to pay back 148,000, which is a lot of money. And the rate at which you paid it back is called the remit rate. And so you need to know this remit could be anywhere from 15 to 25 percent of your daily Visa MasterCard sales. Meaning, if you got a hundred grand and your remit rate was 25 percent, 25 percent out of your sales every day is coming out to pay down that advance. And if you don't know your budget and your profitability the next couple of months, that quite honestly could put you out of business within six months. But if you use it to buy assets, acquire market share, or increase your marketing, it may come into play. So it's very important that your listeners understand this because it seems, like anything else in life, very easy. Uh, but there's problems associated to it. But in some situations, it may be the right way to go. Almost sounds like a payday loan advance uh, on a personal level that people may be they kind of get in the trap and the interest rates are very high, the effective interest rates, and it's kind of hard to get out of it. Yeah, it's a good metaphor. And again, you know, unfortunately, the pattern for people doing that personally is they're behind. That's why they're doing it. So, see, the time to go to the bank and the time to get access to cash and capital is when you don't need it. And that, of course, is counterintuitive. And a lot of people wait to the last minute and then you got to pay higher rates or or you don't get the best opportunities. So that's why you want to start off with a proper foundation, do this right from the beginning, get access to resources when you don't need it because the rates will be lower. And then when you are in a position, if you have a little dip in business or things didn't go the way, you don't, you're not really stuck with some really challenging resources that are more than likely to put you out of business. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the success rate of businesses and, and what are some of the statistics about what kind of a shot you have to succeed in business. You know, 50% according to the uh, SBA Small Business Association fail the first year. So only 50% make it past year one. 
and then year five, only about 80 to, I should say, only about 5 to 20% make it. It's probably closer to 5% make it after five years. Then of the 5% that make it after five years, only 4%, which is staggering, make it past 10 years. And so, and statistically, about 80% of all businesses in the United States do about under a million dollars of gross revenue, give or take a few hundred thousand, and that's why small business runs this country. And, again, the reason most people don't do it right is they don't get off to the right start, the foundation is wrong, they start off as a sole proprietorship, they have no tax and bookkeeping software to keep their numbers on track, they don't understand business credit and financing, much less, much less understand marketing and how to add value than avoid competing, you know, competing on lowest price, which is you know, the fastest way to go out of business. What are some of the effects on people's health and relationships if their business is in trouble? Yeah, and this is a big passion of mine because I know when we turn around business failure statistics, we can help people. But as, as we know, we know the odds against you being successful in business are, are very slim. And then we know marriage, you know, divorces, uh, you know, could be anywhere from 55 to 60%, whatever statistics you look at. Then, of course, the ripple effect down to kids and family uh, is really traumatic. And I think that's why we have a lot of problems in schools with our youth these days is because of those failure rates. Myself, I've been married for 13 years. I've been in business for 12 years, both first marriage, first business. i got three beautiful girls who are uh, two, four, and seven, so I know what it's like to work the entrepreneur hours and have kids and go to school and, and manage all that. And you, you really have to be focused and have a, have a strong foundation. A lot of people don't, apparently. They go into the business really out of passion, and not really understanding all the kind of technicalities and things you have to set up to make this thing really work. Or, or for the wrong reasons, I hate my boss, I'll go do this on my own. Well, that level of passion only wears off, you know, after about 90 days. Then you're stuck with no job. You know, you leased an office space, you have a partner you can't stand because you never communicated about anything. And it's it just, and you end up suing each other. Well, you buy a job, right? It, 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 exactly, yeah. They don't <laughs> practice case. systems and that Michael Gerber talks about, and, and so they just buy a job, they work more hours, make less money, and they still go out of business, and they go massively into debt, the marriage falls apart, and the kids fall apart. So the key is just do it right from the start. It's going to be a better way. Now, the IRS talks about the $300 billion tax gap. Uh, they're saying lots of small businesses are not really paying the taxes. What are they planning on doing about something like that? Well, they're planning to cut the tax gap. Again, it's a $300 billion tax gap, and if you may have seen some of the interviews with uh, Timothy Geithner be- before he came the Treasury Secretary, they asked him, what are you going to do to work with the IRS to shorten the $300 billion tax gap, which means those are annual taxes uncollected by the IRS. And there was actually a- an article in the USA Today Money section about a year and a half ago uh, targeting small business, and what it said is the tax gap is not from large corporations, it's from small business, and 70% was from small business, and 30% was from those who file as a sole proprietorship Schedule C because sole proprietorships are most likely to under-report their income, which is a big no-no, and over-exaggerate their expenses. And so it's basically low-hanging fruit for the IRS to go after that group of people because statistically how many people are small-based businesses. So it's a, you're a sitting duck, basically, operating as a sole proprietorship. I'd recommend to stop that immediately. So have they already been doing this? The IRS has already been going after sole proprietors? 
Oh, absolutely, because, again, it's, uh, you know, for example, the article I mentioned, it was talking about eBay users. There's 200 million eBay users, a lot of people buying and selling stuff out of their garage, and they don't realize they're running a business. They actually have a profit on what they're doing, and they're not reporting their taxes, or they just, quite honestly, don't have the education that you provide on your show. So you're saying in a case like that, if you're running an eBay business where you're buying and selling things, that it's relatively easy for the IRS to tra- trace what you've been buying and selling and so on, and then you may end up with a huge back tax bill and penalties and interest and so on. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Then the other problem is a lot of people just run their business like a hobby, You know that we all think we're running our business like a business, but if you don't have any uh, accounting record or system, you know we talked about home-based businesses earlier, but the number one way the IRS goes after home-based businesses is failure to use analytical records properly, which means they have no accounting system for their business, and what they do, they just kind of wing it. They just look around their bank account balance, and what the IRS says, if you were serious about a business, even if you lost money the first six months, you'd probably want to know what your budget is to know when you're going to break even, what your sales needed to be in the future. So what a lot of people do is they join a home-based business, they go to the big seminar, they buy the tools, they sign up, they sign up a couple friends and family. They don't really make any money at it, but they realize, hey, I run a business so I can start writing off everything, but they don't do the other part properly. So eventually, two or three years from now, they get tagged by the IRS, and all those deductions maybe weren't legitimate business deductions. And like I say with the IRS, it would be nice if you made a mistake. They'd like call you the next day on a hotline and say, Jordan, that was a mistake. Here's how you fix it. No, there's like a three-year lag time, and penalties interest pile up, so it's it can destroy somebody's financial future if you don't do it right. Do you give people some of the rules of what is and is not legitimately deductible with Nevada corporate planners? You know, what we do, we have resources in all these areas. So, you know, like you do, we find the best of the best. So we have some tools and system. Uh, we have a program, a tax and bookkeeping program with our CPA firm. We have another program to help educate you on how to maximize your business meals and entertainment expenses by a top CPA tax attorney. So if we don't provide it, we have the tools of, of those that do uh, because we know the patterns of mistakes and also the patterns of success. So our goal is to help you get off to a fast start and to avoid these costly mistakes. Indeed, that's a good idea. Having the IRS off your back is a better thing than having them on your back, that's yeah. for sure. All right, we're going to go to a break. Again, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show, and my guest this hour is uh, Scott Letourneau. Uh, who is the president of Nevada Corporate Planners. It helps uh, small businesses get started in the, right, right in the first place and then helps guide them so they do things right going forward so they have a better chance of success. Uh, his website is www.businessanswerstoday.com. His phone number, 877-627-5555. And we'll be back after this. it's up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network
Jordan Goodman has created the Money Answers Network to put at his listeners' fingertips the very best personal finance products and services that he has found in his 30 years of research. If you have a money question, Jordan Goodman has a money answer. To find out more, go to www.moneyanswers.com. The Money Answers Network features top products and services in virtually every area of personal finance, car buying, and leasing, college financing, credit debt, financial planning, investing, insurance, legal services, mortgages, retirement planning, wills, and more. Only businesses that have demonstrated excellence in both their products and services are invited to become members of the Money Answers Network. The public can sign up for membership in the Money Answers Network at no charge in order to be apprised of the latest useful resources. To learn more, visit www.moneyanswers.com. Get ahead with Money Answers. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and and pundit Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guest this hour is Scott Letourneau, who's the president of Nevada Corporate Planners. Welcome back to the show, Scott. Thank you, Jordan. We want to talk about some things people may not be happy about hearing about, but it's part of being a small business, which is getting sued. Uh... Talk a little bit about how you can help people and what their myths are about asset protection. Yeah, very good. Let's talk about some statistics and myths. First of all, I know a lot of you may be starting a business and may be thinking to yourself, you know, the reason I'm starting a business, Scott, is I don't have many assets. I want to accumulate them. I have a lot of debt. I need to, you know, make more income. Why do I need to protect myself? There's nothing to take. So that's the biggest misconception why people don't protect themselves and they keep things simple, operate as a sole proprietorship. See, it's all relative because if you have $10,000 in the bank in cash and that's all you have and your $10,000, you wake up tomorrow morning, it's gone, that's probably more significant than somebody worth $10 million losing five hundred grand. So it's all relative. And the key thing is it's not current assets, it's also future assets. And there's probably several people listening today that have an estate that are going to pass it on to their adult children. And if they're operating sole proprietorships as business and you pass on their estate to them and they get sued, and I'll tell you how that may happen in a moment, you may be giving your entire estate to their creditors, which I'm sure is not something you planned on when you accumulate your entire estate. So we want to 
understand the reality of what we operate in. And because the economic challenges, I guarantee you lawsuit statistics were bad before, they're going to go through the roof over the next couple of years. So first of all, I want to tell you, 93% of Americans have absolutely no lawsuit protection. And you're probably saying, Scott, how is that possible, 93%? Well, a lot of it comes from a misconception, which is that your living trust, which is very important for estate planning, protects your assets from lawsuits. Living trusts protect your assets from probate taxes, not from liability, and a lot of people don't hear that distinction in the estate planning seminars. Then step two is, well, Scott, how am I likely to get sued? Well, statistically, 85% of people are getting a car accident and get sued, and the insurance company isn't always going to pick up the tab. So a lot of people, even if they do have a business, they formed a corporation or LLC, you can still get sued personally, which is a big problem. The FBI reports there's over a quarter million criminals making their living through lawsuits each year. So there's a lot of people that are waiting for you to accumulate money, not protect yourself, and sue you. Maybe you have real estate in your own name, even if you're upside down. Maybe you have a business as a sole proprietorship. Uh, maybe you're about to get an estate settlement. They're looking to get your assets. So you want to protect yourself and do it now. And again, a lot of people just are saying, you know, Scott, I'm a nice person. I'm out there to make a difference, to help people. I'm a careful person who would sue me. Well, the problem is people read newspapers. And a year ago, Jordan, there was a case. It was crazy. It was a man sued the dry cleaners for $54 million. And it was in the USA Today money section. The sad part, this was actually a judge who sued the dry cleaners because they didn't live up to the guarantee his pants being done in 24 hours. And, yes, it was a ridiculous case. Yes, was two weeks later, was it dropped? Yes, it did. I actually felt sorry for all the dry cleaners in the United States because I don't think most Americans thought their dry cleaners could be their retirement plan and go out and sue the dry cleaners for that kind of money. And so these things happen all the time. So as the entrepreneur, you want to form a separate legal entity for your business. And I will tell you, a lot of people out there, Jordan, are operating as a C-Corps or S-Corps, and if they got sued personally, they'd lose control of their entire company. We had a guy in California lose a 15-year-old company because his 17-year-old son got a DUI. Family got sued for $4 million personally. The insurance covered a million. And he had a C-Corp, a computer business, worth $3 million owned by his living trust. Guess what? That was his most valuable asset. And they took control of his stock of his corporation, liquidated his entire company, a 15-year-old business, down the tubes, overnight from a personal lawsuit unrelated to their operating business. So these are some of the problems out there, and you really need to take a look at how you're set up and structured, whether you're just starting or you've been in business for 10 years, because you need to do it before it's too late. So how can you help somebody in a situation like that? Say they're, they have a, a C or S corporation and are, are subject to these kind of lawsuits. What kind of things can you do to help them? Well, we can uh, form the entities. We can certainly, you know, work with the attorneys if you, you know, uh, on on what they would do with the legal advice. But we can form, for example, a lot of people may set up an LLC to hold the stock of their C corporation. We have a, a law firm we work with separately. That if you need another layer of protection, you can do. And when you download our free report, we go through an LLC example why that has more uh, pluses and minuses, or I should say, pluses to it when it comes to protecting your assets. A lot of people make the mistake of forming an S-corporation where they should have been an LLC taxed as an S-corporation because there's an extra layer of liability protection. These are a lot of distinctions I find, Jordan, 
people don't know because they go to the accountant to get one answer, they go to the attorney to get a different answer, and the financial planner gives a third answer, so they're confused, so what they do is just guess and they go online and form something, that's the wrong way to do it. Does it matter which state you're based in? Are there certain advantages in being in Las Vegas as for asset protection purposes? Yeah, if you want to uh, incorporate Nevada, let's say you live in Florida, you're going to foreign register into Florida, which means you're going to open a bank account, you're going to uh, pay any taxes in Florida. Of course, uh, Florida, my example, I just picked has no state taxes personally or for LLCs they do on a C-Corp. And there's an extra layer of liability protection we call the circle of liability that we can explain when you call us. For a lot of you, you may just end up forming a corporation or LLC in your home state. The big question to keep in mind, do you plan on moving the next year or two? You know, if you live in New York, in New York and you're going to move to Florida, it's probably better to form something in Nevada, foreign register in New York. When you move to Florida, withdraw than foreign register into Florida. In other words, Nevada is a better pivot point than New York probably is. Mm-hmm. So, again, you know, a lot of people hear about Delaware. If you're going public, Delaware makes sense. If you're not, probably doesn't. Wyoming is popular, but I'm going to tell you, Wyoming is popular for the wrong reasons because Wyoming is being presented as a less expensive Nevada and to save you taxes. But as we said earlier in the show, you're not likely to save taxes because if you live in another state other than Wyoming, you got a foreign register. A lot of misconception. We can clear it up for you. We'll work with your professionals. More than happy to do that. When does it make sense to have a second entity? Yeah, it's a great question, Jordan. See, a lot of people might be thinking, well, geez, Jordan, I already have an LLC. I've been in business for seven or eight years. I'm fine. Well, the longer you're in business under one entity, the more risk you have because if you get sued at the entity level and you lose or your insurance doesn't pick up the tab for everything, you could have seven to eight years down the tubes. And a lot of people have been operating for 10, 15 years under one company, no different than investments as you teach, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Same thing is, you may want to visit that. We actually have a report called uh, the top ten reasons when to form a second entity, and we'd be more than happy to send that to you when you call also. As we close, again, people who want to find out more about what Scott offers, offers is a lot to, to uh, doing this right, to get the right entity set up, to run your business in a smart way. Uh, his website is www.businessanswerstoday.com. His phone number, 877-627-5555. As we close, Scott, just tell people again what they can find out and what uh, the free report you have for them at that number. Yeah, it's great. So when you call our phone number, what we'll do is, first we're going to send you a very powerful 60-minute CD that will go into a lot more detail of the things we're talking about today, titled Strategies to Incorporate Your Business, Build Business Credit, and Keep the IRS Off Your Back. I'll go through the steps to build credit for you. That's a free CD, $97 value when you mention the radio show. Also, we can either email you or you can go to our website to get that 78-page free report, The Insider's Guide to Incorporating Your Business and Protecting Your Assets. And step number three is we'll take you through a free 30-minute consultation with our senior business analyst to review your situation to see we can help your business go to the next level. If we can't, we'll be the first ones to tell you. Most likely, we have resources to help you out. And that's a $200 value when you mention the, the radio show, the Money Answer Show, when you call 877-627-5555. Well, thanks so much, Scott. It's really been fascinating. Uh, there's a lot that people don't know. They're making all kinds of mistakes out there. 
a lot of people wanting to start small businesses because they're being laid off by big companies, but they don't really know what they're getting involved with, and you've seen it all, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So we're more than, help, more than happy to help out all your listeners. We look forward to hearing from you to help you get off to a fast start. Thanks so much, Scott, and thank you, listeners. That was the Money Answer Show for this week. We'll be back again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and the Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.